This is the Post America Podcast. That's right, motherfucker. What the fuck you know about podcasting? This is our shit. Post America. Macho Black, Richie Crutch, Chrissy the Baboon. Post America Podcast, son. Download that shit, motherfucker. Yeah. Okay, listen. Oh, excuse me. We're here with Martin, founding member from No Turning Back, 21 years in the game, a band that became- 20. 20? 20. Oh, I thought you said- When did we'll you start practicing? We'll give you a little extra credit. 20. Started practicing 20, 21 years ago? Yeah, 21 years okay, ago. Okay, thank you. Boom. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> completely self-efficient, nearly all completely DIY at this point. He figured out the science and the secrets of hardcore, how to remain from merchandise to booking to his own his own media kit, basically. To the ultimate pinnacle, Sound of Revolution Fest. Yeah. So let's go back to the beginning with Mark. Hey, yo, how do you- 21 years ago? How do you pronounce your name- Martine. 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 Okay. Yeah, that's because it's it's spelled Martigian. Yeah, Martigian. Yeah, but so you, Martine you, because I think I've been calling you Martine. I think I started Martin Martin for like the first like six years I knew yeah, you, I'm sure, I'm and sure then it was probably that. Martine for like two years after that. And now I'm kind of torn between Martigian and Martigian. I like I like that. Mar- Martigian. I like Martigian because yeah, me too. It's unique to me. It's unique. Yeah. <laughs> I think everybody's calling me Martin, which is cool. Yeah, I never hear you change. Tell anybody this and that. You just no. Yeah, everybody knows. You know, yeah. you know who people are talking to. So yeah, the beginnings of no turning back. What year did you begin, and what we started practicing it? in 1996. Wow. Yeah, but um, it, it was more like um, like we were a couple of friends, went to shows, and at some point we wanted to play hardcore. Just like our heroes, Agnostic Front, Sick of It All. We saw Warzone back then. And that was, uh, we, we really wanted to start a band. None of us could play any instrument. None of us ever touched an instrument. And that's how it all started. What I, was your I, first I, show? First show was um, in 1997. No, your uh, first show that my you first show, saw. My yeah, first show I ever saw, saw was like down, you hooked to Downset. I oh, saw nice. Downset in 1995, January mm-hmm. 1995, and I was supposed to go to a show of Biohazard, um, Strife in 1994, but my parents, they didn't let me go. So my brother went, and I, he was already listening to uh, to hardcore, and um, he was always my, he was five years older, he was my example, yeah. <coughs> my second father. And uh, he was, before that, I was listening to hip hop. So I grew up with hip hop, EPMD, Dust Effects, like the, the, that was my, my thing. Then all of a sudden, he was listening to the crossover thing, like Downset. Yeah. And uh, Biohazard. And that, in the beginning, I didn't like it, it was too aggressive. And um, he gave me two CDs in October 94. One was Set It Off, Mabel. The other one was from Biohazard, and I hated it. I thought it was a shit present because I wanted, <laughs> yeah, I wanted the new Nas that came out that that year, yeah. and uh, so I thought like, why, why didn't you give me Nas Illmatic? Why, yeah. why you gave me Mabel? Set it off. I didn't like it. And then one day I, I got really pissed off from school. Something happened at school, and I wanted to destroy everything. And I went home, put on Mabel, and destroyed my room. And <laughs> there it all started. Wow. That's yeah. fucking you know, crazy. That, that seems like a common theme with the older brother introducing the uh, the younger brother to the music. Yeah. A lot of people that came on, mine on the definitely podcast. did. Yeah. Yeah, mine did. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah, it was a huge influence. Is he still into that He's stuff? still in it. Yeah. Wow. He was at the Sound of Revolution. Awesome, awesome. Yeah, he's not going to shows anymore that, that often. No. Just, but, uh, you know. He some like Sound Revolution. He doesn't know any of the new bands. No. But if, for example, All Our War is coming over, he will be there. 
You know, like if Crutch ever comes over, well, come he over. will be there. Oh, so we got one person coming. That's one person, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that's 20 years of playing live music. And I'm not sure many bands, maybe a couple, have been to more countries, continents than No Turning Back. As far as hardcore bands, yeah. very few. Yeah. Very few. How'd you get all that stuff going? Just doing it. Long, long, long live uh, the internet. Yeah. Because before that time, because I was uh, when we started, there was no internet. We had to write letters. We had to send out demo tapes. Yeah. To get to get a show, you guys did the same. Yeah. And then all of a sudden there was something that called internet and MySpace and whatever. Uh-huh. We were always really slow with that because I, I was not really into it. Um, but as band, you need it. It's a platform you, you can easily reach a lot of people with, and that's how it all started. We got in contact with with worldwide hardcore through the internet, and we decided in the first seven years was just us as as the the the, the OG lineup, just friends, uh, not not having any goal. Because if you see now, bands start already with merchandise before they even have a song out. Yeah. And um, we had no plans, we had no clue what we were doing. We just wanted to play and get off the streets, just hang out and don't be a dickhead, uh, which all the other kids of my age were doing. So, but after seven years, we got things got pretty serious because uh, we were um, releasing our first EP, and they got picked up. And before we knew, we got asked to play Belgium, Germany, Spain. We, we did one off show to Spain. We were like renting a van, calling off sick from school and just go there wow. and yeah. back back to school on Monday. Yeah. A trip from, I think it was 24 hours. Yeah. Go to Spain, play the show and back 24 hours. It was ridiculous. Yeah. Wow, that's crazy. But and that's your first time like Leaving, yeah, yeah, yeah. There was the, a, leaving the area. You're from Eindhoven, Brabant. yeah, the Brabant. Yeah, Brabant, I'm, I'm from yeah, the, I'm, yeah. We're all born in uh, villages. This was like a, um, another reason why we started a band. We were all bored, just to get just out of there, get out, uh-huh. yeah. And um, in that time, the hardcore scene in uh, in Holland was really strong. Every village had a hardcore band, and that was our outlet. So we didn't even know. We start knowing other bands from going to shows. Like, oh, oh, I've seen that face before. Let's let's ask where they're from. Oh shit, it's from the, the village next yeah. next to ours. And that's how we created our own scene back then, called United Villages of Bra- Brabant (UVB). That was our thing. There were around, I think, ten bands. Oh wow, that's and, dope. Yeah. So we created our own our own thing, and and. Um, but most of the band stayed in that that small scene, our own local scene, and we were the only one that that had the chance to go out. Yeah, no other like notable bands to mention from no. that. No, no, just kind of stayed local. It's local. Yeah, yeah. But it, it was cool because we all supported each other. We yeah. didn't need any. You can uh, compare it now with what LBU is doing yeah. they have their own label Ruction Records yeah. they don't give a fuck about anything else they have their own bands they do their own st- stuff yeah. they're independent and that's what we were doing back then too we didn't care about about uh, other bands we had our own yeah because the other people in Holland they, they didn't care about us and we didn't care about them we were just doing our thing so, right um, and then we were the the, the, the only band that 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 wanted more than just the local shows. And when that's was the first show off the continent? Off the continent, I think uh, when we went the first time to the States, this was in 2000, 2005, we were invited to play uh, shows with uh, Internal Affairs, uh, Battery, no, not Battery, um, uh, Champion, I mean. Um, we did the last Carry On show and oh, wow. so we flew into the in, into the west coast damn that's a far flight yeah, yeah. it was fun yeah. and uh, we stayed in um in the fuck what's that the neighborhood call you got you got compton and you got long beach not not long beach 
where the guys from um, um, oh man this is way back there's a highway in between mm. and on the one side you have Compton and the other side you have no shit I have no clue damn I have no idea I have no clue <laughs> but we stayed there for three days yeah. I'm yeah. trying so, to think of every yeah. uh, Cal- somewhere in California I'm trying to think of every NWA of rap lyrics. neighborhoods <laughs> Google, Google it Google it who got Yeti, Google it. No, not Venice. Google it, Yeti. There's a guy but, named Yeti that's standing yeah. on my shoulder, breathing all over me. Yeti can Google that. But we stayed there for three days, so can you imagine yeah. farmer dudes from the Netherlands staying in an, in what we just seen from movies, Yeah, a bad neighborhood. Yeah. We were strangers there, and luckily the, the local kids, they, they were hanging out with us, and they showed us around. But can you imagine, like, like, yeah. like us? Just, culture shock. It was a culture shock. Yeah. It was like we were in a movie, <laughs> and the shows were great. We, the, the, we had like the the first show ever in the states was in San Diego, and it was the um, the record release of Betrayed, their, oh, their first yeah. EP. So if you start like that, yeah, it's that's unbelievable. Great. Yeah, that's and a great start. Todd Jones asked us to play the Carry On show. Yeah. And we thought, okay, we have to open. No, we were, we were the third above, uh, like like in the lineup. Uh, there was a no no reentry, so everybody saw us, and we were shocked. You know, like a band from the Netherlands playing yes. a full house in 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 in, yeah. in California. Jeez. Yeti, you already know. Paramount. No. no, give me your Google. Come on, Yeti, your mama look. <laughs> give me your Google. <laughs> give me your Google. He's looking at it now. Looking up maps. Yeah, I'm. I'm it was not Englewood. Englewood, Long Englewood, Beach, Watts. Compton. No, not Watts. We drove Watts. into Watts. It was a wrong. That was that wasn't that good. In that time, there was no GPS. Yeah. Or at least we didn't use GPS. Yeah, we pa- had all these map. paper maps. Yeah. yeah. And we ended up. We came from San, uh, Sacramento. Mikey Hoots hooked up a show for us. And the last show in California was in in um, uh, South Central. So we came from the north down south, and we were not sure about which direction we were going. Yeah. And uh, I thought my brother was driving. We have to go right here, and we ended up into Watts. So with a rental van, Watts is a rough spot. It's a rough spot. Yeah, yeah. we had no clue. Yeah. By the way, that's the famous Watts riots. <laughs> yeah. So we drove in there, and you could see everyone stop. Like we we enter a gas station because we wanted to ask the, the direction. Yeah. And we didn't get out because everybody stopped filling up their <laughs> their, their car. Uh, luckily, uh, everything went went uh, went well. And then we arrived at the club in um, in uh, South Central. We stopped our van and Corey was already waiting for us outside and he was like, yo guys, hurry up because this is a bad neighborhood. Uh, this is nothing that, you know, like yeah. this is not Holland. Okay, so we start loading out and all of a sudden we hear like cops. They had the cars driving by. They stopped and like after a few seconds, poof, 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 poof. Oh. we were looking at each other like, what Bucking the fuck? What, yeah, what the fuck are we? Yeah. Yeah, so that was an interesting show too. But I still have to You didn't wear any red or blue? No, no, no. That's I knew I wouldn't do that. Come on, son. <coughs> Normandy? Show, show your colors. Lane Wood. Lane Wood. There it is. There Baseball? it is. Lane Wood. Lane Wood. That's why we stayed. Respect to the Lanewood Bloods, yeah. double nine. Lane Wood. They didn't touch us, luckily. <laughs> well we but made I- a call for you. Check it out. You've been to the US since then, how many more times? Ten times. As bands, you, you toured the U- the U.S. more than U.S. bands. Yeah, a lot yeah. of U.S. bands. Yep. Yeah, that's incredible, man. Yeah. This is a lot of work these guys put in. I you mean, know, and from that first tour, yeah, we went from the West Coast to the East Coast. That was all in that in the one tour. We flew into uh, Baltimore, and Dom back then, and my friend Jeff. Lord Dom. Yeah, and Jeff from Breakdown. They yeah. hooked us up with shows. We were supposed to play even CBGB. With uh, Slumlords, but that show got canceled. That's oh, the only shit. thing that I, yeah. the only venue I've never played. You never got to hit that? No, I visited. It was great, but uh, I never played a CBG. Did you tour? You played shows across the whole country that first time? No, we just drove. No, no. 
We you, took a plane. So you landed in Baltimore? Yep. And then flew out again? No, we did. We did. Uh, we rented a, a van there. Yeah. And we went all the way up even to, I think it was even Maine with Katie. Wow. The cave. Yeah. We played there. We did a show with Debbie for the Zona. That was one of the guys, the bands that always, always support us, and even till this day. Yeah. Uh, we played in Pennsylvania. Yeah. And I remember seeing you at the backstage yeah. back then. And from there on, in Kingston. Yeah, yeah. And from there on, um, because the scene in in the states is weird. Yeah. It's really weird, and Midwest is just dead. Yeah. Not sure. Not sure if it's dead now, but back yeah, then, it's a couple we, of hot we, spots here. We, yeah. yeah, so we had a good time in the West Coast, but also in the East Coast, they uh, people uh, treated us as one of them. Yeah, and yeah, that's that was it was a really cool experience. And from there on, we wanted to go back every year. Yeah, it's an exciting thing to see a band come from somewhere else, a good band, and a band that has the drive to get themselves there because it's. I th I think everybody knows it's hard. You never see European bands touring. It's so rare. It, so when when you see one, and they're good, and they're cool guys, it's it's feels special. Yeah. So people will definitely treat you like a yeah. you know like a not not everywhere like, like I'm family saying. you know like like we've we've experienced that at some some of the tours like American kids are like not into anything outside American hardcore. We had a couple shows that that people walked in and they looked at us, start asking, "Who are these guys? Are they from Europe?" And just walk out. Mm. We um, sometimes we told people we were we we're from Canada because of our accent. Yeah, they believed that we were from Canada, yeah. and they were way more into us than if we would say we're from the Netherlands. Did they oh, believe that's crazy? It? Yeah, it it is it is. It's really weird. They like, believed it though. Yeah, of course. Because the Canadian accent's way goofier. Yeah, than but yours. He, we we got a Canadian in the band now. Oh, sorry, sorry. <laughs> yeah, <fucking> sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's it's, and I understand why would you why would you support a band from overseas, which come most of the time only one time to the states. Yeah. Why would you support a band like, if you have, ten no turning backs in your own country? Yeah. America's like a fickle scene and people are like not it's not even that it's just even if there's four American bands but they just want to see the two they just watch their two and they stand outside for the rest and yeah. you know it's plus what I've seen is that when you're a cool band yeah. a young young cool band yeah. they, they support you look at the old the older bands when they play for example Mabel yeah. if they play Europe 800 people come up yeah and show their respect and have a good time. Yeah. In the States, I don't think they draw 800 people. They'll have a harder time. Yeah. Everybody's, the, the thing that you came up on is the, what is always the cool thing in your head. So there's probably bands that were there before Madball that's so, that watched Madball, people be excited about Madball. And, and they're I'm like, sure they fuck were like, these oh, guys, we're the descendants. Band. Yeah, this new band is, has all this hype, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. But, to us, that's what we got introduced to hardcore through. So to yeah, us, shit is legit Matt Ball the is coolest. the bar. Yeah, it's always the coolest. You know what I mean? And 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 to me, it was always. Um, I was always um, looking into the history of hardcore. Yeah. And I think kids, kids now, yeah, kids yeah. nowadays, they don't care. Nah. I think that's what makes you. That's what makes you legit. That's what makes you real. And it's and that's that's universal in hardcore music. You can tell somebody that's a hardcore fan because they the respect they have for the history yeah. and the and the the um, desire to learn the history yeah. of hardcore or the excitement to see a band they never thought they'd see and then the, you yeah. know, an old band comes around and you get a chance to see something that's unique and real um, when we were talking to um, Knuckle Dust the other day they were talking about GBH I got a chance to see GBH last summer and it was like I had to, I couldn't not see them like they were at this thing and I ran across this festival and I got to see GBH play I never saw them before and it was fucking awesome because it's like now I this is real yeah. this is legit history that I'm watching right here and I finally I, I'm more connected to hardcore than I was before I saw them you know what I mean yeah I know what you mean but that's like a respect but, like you you have that kind of respect for the history and and I think people could feel it I, th on you. I think if you're if you're part of the scene you shoot. You should know where it come from. Oh yeah, you should. Yeah. And 
and nowadays the younger kids they have Spotify they can they even like yeah if you listen to this band you should also check out this band and this band and this band yeah. we had to I remember when 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 um, I got for example uh, crutch record I was looking into the the, the tank list to find yeah. out new bands we there was no internet that was the only way I could could find out about yeah. other bands which in the style I like because they were friends with crutch so Thank you, List was the that, original algorithm. Exactly. To so match, you'd match go to you up with bands list. you yeah. might like. Yeah. And then we went to a local uh, record store asking if there was a record out from this band. Mm. And most of the time we heard a no. You should have just Googled it. Yeah, that's back oh, in the day. Oh, you days. couldn't do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yo, yeah, now with uh, you wiki and you could feel like you know everything about GBH. You don't have no, to see in, in yeah. a, You know every past member they had, every, in a every week show you they can, played. You, you know, yeah. I won't. Like a young kid, if they go, if, uh, for, for example, today's show. If there's a young kid coming to the show, first time a hardcore show, and he loves it, the energy, the, the, the everything that that makes a hardcore so cool, they come home mm -hmm. and they Google, and within a week, he knows everything. They know everything. Everything. Yeah, they they become historians. Yeah, yeah. No, I think. I mean, that's good in a way. It's it's very good. It's excellent. But I could see it. I can see why younger kids are a little less um, enthusiastic. enthusiastic and a little, jade, uh, not jaded, but they, they just don't, you're more connected than ever, but if you didn't have to go through all the work to be connected. You drop it easy. You, yeah, it, you it's not, it you're not, you're not as imprinted with it, exactly. you're not as attached to it. You exactly, know? You, they're gone before... Uh, before you know but you know what like a lot of the people you know a lot of these kids stick around though you know a lot move on and a lot stick around and the ones that stick around start new bands new things and actually i think it, it it was also when we got into the scene like i remember in 95 a lot of the old hats were looking at us like yeah who are these kids yeah you know like and they they already talked about how bad the scene was in 1994 95 yeah. how good it was in 88 and 89 yeah and then so, you stuck around and some didn't and you made your own yeah, thing. Exactly. But now you're a legitimate OG of European hardcore. And maybe you could give us a little lesson. What are some of the most influential European hardcore bands in your opinion? In my opinion. Well, when um when I've heard the first time Kickback, mm. this was a band that Nowadays, a lot of people uh, see them as a, a weird, uh, provoking band. Uh, Almost so, like villains. Yeah, like like they always try to uh, to shock people. Yeah. But the first record, Cornered, mm -hmm. that was my jam. Yeah, that and was a good record. In my my opinion, is that's the best hardcore record that ever came out of Europe. Yeah. Ever. They had a sound which... Corner has that graffiti picture on the back. Yeah, yeah exactly. That's a great record. It's the groove. Yeah. And we had, a, we had we have a lot of good bands. And back then, we had like Backfire, Right Direction. They mm -hmm. had their thing. But it always sounded still European. And then this band called Kickback, they sounded American. They sounded like they were from New York. Mm -hmm. And that's what I I always loved. That, that, you like that the, sound? The groove... The, the the lyrics they it was the perfect record to me still to this day Cornered, Cornered is great but not not Forever War the second record you no, like that you didn't like that it, I it love was, it was a big War. change it was a change Forever, yeah. Forever War I love but yeah. Cornered was the the eye opener to me that European bands could yeah could be on the could same level with anybody <laughs> yeah. Be, yeah yeah I know what you mean about that groove because yeah. that's like the uh, that's what the the hardcore that sucked me into hardcore was the groove that that uh age of quarrel groove you yeah. know what i mean that like oh this sounds like street music yeah exactly. it sounds like and that's the reason the I, we like it and then yeah kickback was dope got that bounce yeah you got the creepiest singer maybe of all time yeah i think so too he's pretty nuts yeah but, but that's kind of also adds to the whole mystery of the band you know what i mean and yeah this fucking weird I, I didn't like the the, the 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 later stuff. Yeah, the, 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 the they got a little too weird. They yeah, weird, yeah. I'm not really into that. Like a black. Plus, also the the shows at some point it was more 
start Shocking. to get a joke yeah and of, yeah he he is weird but he you know like at some point come on we understand that you try to provoke people you yeah. disrespect locals just to see if they yeah. react on your uh on your words whatever but back then when they toured with marauder they were the shit yeah. to me there was an eye opening there was also the first time i saw violent dancing in europe yeah we did, yeah that was the first time i saw kids swinging their arms uh kicking around and we were like we were just not used to that yeah like we were used to to the push pit you know like like hitting each yeah. other yeah a lot of american uh kids like to uh, kick back i remember they came over there and they got kind of crazy you know but i still talk to stefan a lot he lives out in thailand and uh somebody wanted me to offer them a show and he just said without hearing any details he just said no you know so who knows if they'll ever play again i don't know it's hard to who say. knows yeah they can play the sound of revolution come, come <laughs> yeah. you heard it here first but that, yeah but then only only the first two records the yeah. offers on the Man. table yo you should see when, when what would be the anniversary of one of those records just come out just do that yeah that record uh a corner bro. but if you if you hear the sound of no turning back um, yeah. when we started we we were we just wanted to play cover songs and in the beginning we were like uh, none of us could play an instrument none yeah. of us i was supposed to be the bass player i love just because you're tall bass. they always make the tall guy the bass player yeah no yeah well yeah <laughs> <laughs> but i didn't have the money for it and my parents also not you know we're working class family so my parents didn't support me at all in that. Yeah. They were like, "Yeah, if you want to, if you want to play bass, you you have to pay." Then go get your fucking get a job. job. Go get a job, which I did, <clears throat> but it, it took so long that yeah. at some point I said, "Oh, let me see." Yeah, I noticed musical gear over here is expensive. It's expensive. Jesus Christ, man! It's hard to maintain a band. So, so know? that's why I started singing, and and yeah, that's how. Now it, I remember meeting you. I think it was two thousand two. With Crutch, when I came over here for yeah. the first time with Crutch. That was the first time uh, in the UK. It was knuckle Crutch, Knuckle Dust, and no 12 back. Bar, maybe. or uh, No, it was not 12 Bar. There were, I think there were in total. The Verve. The Verve, yeah. The Verve. Two, two shows. Yeah. Yeah. And you, wasn't I like, I almost got in a fight or something with, with your merch guy? Yeah, or with Tion. Uh, with Tion, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Tion yeah. oh, was what? drunk. Oh really? We were just yeah. dancing for. Tian was dancing like a I, maniac. I think it was he, for you guys. Yeah, beat up Joe. Because that he, was back when I used to mosh at shows. Like even if I was playing a show, we still I, have I, that I would video. We I have, would mosh. We taped it. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, we still have that on tape. Yeah, and then we got tangled up. It wasn't like we were beefing or anything. Nah, it was just he, like he we felt, got tangled up, and it was yeah. like one of those panic moments where you're like, Is "Should this, I hit him? Am I being yeah. attacked?" Yeah. yeah, like that. He felt and he took you down. With yeah. Him. He was on the floor, and you passed. And what I remember, he just grabbed your leg, and you fell too. And then, damn, Joe, you let that happen, Joe. Yeah, that was before yeah. I was representing us before out there. I was taking jujitsu. That's why I started taking jujitsu. Just for that, I don't want to get. I don't want to get taken down. But that show was. But was that was good. such a great show. Yeah. And I have, I I don't know how I went home with. Maybe you just gave me a stack of demos or something. I think it was our EP. It was the EP. Yeah, it was the EP. And uh. I loved it so much. I listened to it so much. And um, I gave it to friends and I said, yo, you got to check this band out. This band's incredible. We play with it in, you know, in, in uh, London. Joe spread the word. Yeah, I I pushed that thing hard because I really, I recognized you as like, this is a real band. Yeah. This band needs to be heard. Joe, do you have a No, no Turning Back tattoo? I'd have the, the cover of that EP That's tattoo. That's right. Got a tattoo from Daryl Maniac in Detroit. Rest, Rest in, in peace. peace, brother. And, uh, yeah, I got a tattoo of that album cover. I was like, I, I, when I saw it, I said, "Oh, I'm getting that tattoo someday. I'm getting that tattoo." It's drawn by our old old drummer. It's not drawn yeah. by the guy that beat him up, is it? No, oh. no, no. <laughs> he, he was good. He, he beat me up. Dude, oh, he, he, he was Relax. good in drinking. He was good in drinking and selling our merch. Nice. And even that, he wasn't that good because he fell a lot of <laughs> sleep behind the merch table. Now he was a good guy. He was with he you was guys for guy. years too. He he yeah. was a un, until the day that we were on tour with Down to Nothing, second show in. And he he stopped. He was like, "I'm done, guys." With drinking or no, with joining us. Oh wow! He was done with no turning back. He was like a part of the band. He, he was, was like he was one on of every single yeah. show. It's like tour. we have G now yeah. and Yeti. He yeah. was one of 
ours. He wow. Was, it would be way and, better to trade and, those two for him again, wouldn't just, it? I mean, yeah. <laughs> sorry, Yeti. Sorry. But just in one day, but he was he was done. He got like four kids now, and and I see him once a year. And these yeah. fucking kids ruin everything. Yeah, I think so. That's that's it. <laughs> Jeez. But before I, I want to talk to you about some other stuff. But before I do, give me a list of countries, if you can remember that you played. I want to let people know how, it's, how far uh, you got this band six, out. 64 countries, so I'm not going to give you a list. How about the more unusual countries? Um, South Africa. South Africa. Um, a band from a Dutch village, a hardcore band, playing in Africa. Yeah. I think that's the... Bongo drums or regular drums? <laughs> regular. Oh, okay. And a little bit. A little bit. <laughs> <laughs> now, we, we did... Um, we did in 2007, 8, 9, we did a world tour. Actually, 2008 and 2009. We, me and Mila, we had like a, a dream to do a real world tour because sometimes bands are posting like a oh, world tour, this and that, yeah. which is cool. But we wanted to do the real deal. Like old school. Every fucking continent yeah. in a year time. So we, we put our plans on paper and we started in Seattle. We went all the way down to Mexico, then all the way, like, uh, we did Guatemala, El Salvador, Panama. Wow. We went all the way there, then we started South America in Ecuador, Colombia. We went all the way there around, back to Europe, we did a European tour, and after that we went to Southeast Asia. We did an entire run there, China, all over the place. <laughs> we went back to Europe, we did a European run, we went to South Africa, we went back to Europe, another European run, Russia, and then to Australia and New Zealand. And that Jeez. in a year time. Unbelievable. Yeah. So the only one you left out was Antarctica. Yeah, which there was a scene there, because otherwise I would have been there. Play at the scientific research lab. Yeah, you could play in an igloo. That's yeah. fucking crazy, man. Yeah. That's and incredible. All, and all with no no one's help, just, just doing it, man. That's like, like Iron Maiden. But without the without the, the big help. money, yeah. yeah. Without the help, fucking that's hell. fucking Unreal. incredible. Yeah. But even Iron Maiden isn't doing it like this. There's only a few bands who who were able to do this, and I think Half Heart is one of them. But yeah. they haven't played that many countries. Um, I think Half they, Heart, huh? They got out there like that. Yeah, yeah. Half Heart, oh. Half Heart did South Africa. Half Heart did. Uh, um, I think almost everything and CDC. CDC, oh yeah, CDC. Yeah, John. He he had the same vision. Yeah, and he even went to places I'm I'm jealous of. He went to Madagascar. Wow. He went to uh, I think it was Dubai. Whoa, that's so, crazy. Yeah. So, that so when I see him, it's always like, yo, uh, yeah. What did you guys? <laughs> you know, and they're not that active anymore. I think he's they're they're playing once in a while shows. How about they probably do a couple shows a yeah, year but, now? But yeah, but it's, that's, it, that's pretty impressive. for us. It was kind of a competition between he. I think John never knew, but yeah. for noting him back, we wanted to play as as many countries as possible. Yeah, uh, and you did Israel. Yeah, we did Israel, which is yeah. very rare, right? How yeah. many bands go? Yeah, there? I think it isn't that rare. Uh, nowadays, are more bands going there. But in that time, we uh, we were one of the the first that that from the DIY European hardcore scene that yeah. went out there. Yeah, because usually it's American bands. The American band when you're from America, everything yeah. is is way easier to. A lot of punk bands go there. Yeah, I'm, I'm curious about uh the, your Africa show. So it's South it's South Africa. Yeah, we was it like, was it mostly a white crowd? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's um. It's a weird country. Uh, it's a beautiful country, but uh, still really um, um, like the, the old-fashioned apartheid yeah. thing. That's, yeah, it's still it's still there. Split up. And we also felt uh, really weird the entire time we were there, because you 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 see it everywhere. Yeah. And um, the show's been great. It's a mixed crowd. It's a crowd that loves heavy music not in generally hardcore punk but we've seen a lot of Iron Maiden to uh, Limp Bizkit to whatever Nirvana mm. shirts in the crowd it's a, a lot of diversity but m mainly white white so the uh, 
You, we know, you know, Rico has been booking. Yeah, uh, hard, his Hardcore Help Foundation has been doing a, a fest called This Is Africa Fest. Yeah, it's in Kenya, which yeah. is in Kenya, and yeah. it's mostly predominantly Black African yeah. audience, which is like, I think most people don't picture a black, an all black audience at a at a hardcore fest, but they're like real fans. My uh, a dude I know wrote a book called Heavy Metal Africa. And it's about the history of heavy metal music in Africa. And it's crazy because it goes back to the 70s. Yeah, yeah. There's been a metal scene, slow and small, but there's been a metal scene in Africa since the 70s. And it's like steadily, steadily growing. And then it'll get squashed and it'll get broken up in local governments or some local warlord will just demolish everything. And then it'll kind of pop up again over here. But it's pretty... That, that's... That's definitely somewhere that I want to check off of the list of places we go. You want to play Africa? I would love to play Africa. We'll get malaria. We go over there. <laughs> or AIDS. <laughs> or worse. Oh, jeez. But uh, it, I don't know. I just think it would be just for the experience. Yeah. It would be such a cool place to go. But South Africa would be, I would love to go there too. Just it, to say I was on the continent. Yeah, you know? Africa might be good. We, we learn a lot from going there. Like, um, as a white person you don't really uh, feel racism, you know? You don't feel, when you grow up in a, in a village in, in where I'm from, uh, I've never felt racism. Then we were visiting um, a city in, in South Africa. We were the only white in that city, in the city center. And we went to the McDonald's to get some food. That was a mistake. Get the hell out of there. Exactly, it was a mistake. Yeah. They, they told us we were not welcome. Yeah. We had to leave, and that was the first time I felt, yeah, like like yeah. how it, how how it is to be, you know, like yeah, a minority. minority, yeah, a minority. Yeah. It yeah. was it was a, a shock. We visited uh, the um, the townships in um, in the Cape Town, and we had like a a trip there, and then. It was really nice. This guy was living there, and he he did his tours, tourist kind of tours. We went to a school, and the kids were around five, six years old, and uh, they were singing for us. And after that, they stopped playing with us. It was really cool. We went outside, and the teacher told us like, these kids, seventy percent, are not going to make it till they're ten. And we were like, we were shocked, and they were like, yeah, they most of them uh, they got HIV. They're not gonna make it. Wow! So while we were there, um, being you know from the Netherlands, being able to fly into Africa with our nice Nikes and you know like you know having the good life. Yeah. And this was just a culture shock. Yeah. That's brutal, so you man. you you. That's what what we've seen through the year. The same in, in Central America, the same in South America, the same in Asia. So in this year, I learned more than I I have learned. It changes your yeah. perspective, Everything. right? Everything. Yeah, it's yeah. got to change the way you see the world. Yeah. Um, extreme poverty is like, yeah, that's the most eye-opening thing I ever saw. Was you know what most poverty. shocking was? America, to me. Mm. When we were traveling through Baltimore or Detroit, yeah. Or any any big city, or even the smaller, even even in Pennsylvania, the small uh, Wilkes-Barre. Yeah. Like how many people were poor, and and yeah. it's a third world country, America. Yeah. Maybe not for, in the eyes of the Americans, but to us, yeah, it's a third world country. It's unbelievable. Okay, the way the way some things are are are. There's well, a huge yeah. There's a huge gap between the. <laughs> You have, have rich have nuts. It's and a huge gap. Poor and there's no 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 middle yeah. class. There's and you no wouldn't really class. see that in Holland as much. Or Not as much. No. No. Mm. We have of course we have a problem. Yeah. Every every country has its problems. At home right now a lot of there's a lot of people that believe that like places like Holland and Belgium and England are overrun with Muslims and Sharia law and yeah, it's very right. dangerous and <laughs> yeah. any truth to that? It's not dangerous. Nothing. Nothing. It, it's it's funny how the the media can can make people believe things. Yeah. So I when could, we come over here, everybody I, are you are you are you afraid? 
Not being here? No. No. But I've been here. But when we come here, people say, be, oh, my God, you're going. Be careful. Yeah. Meanwhile, there could be, in our little town, 10 murders. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I'm, I'm more scared in the States. Of course. Than I'm here. You know? like, yeah. and But that's the power of the media. It's ridiculous. Yeah, it's the media. And 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 they they are they're really good in in, in uh, making us believe that the Muslims are all bad and and and, and it's just overrun and scary place yeah. and they're taking over and it's, it's that's just a different topic though. Let's go back to some of your other endeavors. You started your own booking agency and then yeah. you turned it into something else, or you joined in with something else. I joined in. Uh, I started stronger. This is another aspect of the DIY stuff I was saying in the beginning. That's yeah. why you're such a respected guy and the band, because who is completely like that at this point? You know, you need help. Yeah, this is like grassroots. Yeah. To turn a grassroots thing into something legitimate and real and hel and helpful and beneficial to to the the scene that you love, that's impressive. Mark Tyne impressive. is never the question. He's always the answer. Boom. Go ahead, tell us about Talk that about booking. Talk about Stronger Booking. Thank you. <laughs> now, I started Stronger Booking seven years ago, and we we left MED Bookings, where there was our agency back then. We were not satisfied about um, the amount of tours that we were, uh, that they were offering, offering us, yeah. And um, I've always done our own bookings, always, mm. until... Marco Avocado asked us to join, and we done a couple tours with them. Then Mark and Uta asked us to join MED. We've for I people that don't know, Avocado is another booking agency. Yeah. MED and Avocado maybe the they're the, the, two, the, the two bigger ones. And uh, yeah, and and they, I think MED is existing for. 25, 30, yeah. 40, and you, 50 you did, years. You did hear experience with both of them. Yeah, right. we've done both. And uh, they did, they done both great things for us as a band. But at the point that this was this was in the, 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 the period that we really wanted to uh, be a full-time touring band, mm -hmm. which we were, already were, but even more. I wanted mm -hmm. to take it to the next level. And they never gave us those tours. So... When they don't give you, you have to take it yourself. So yeah. I start booking my own stuff again, and I start helping out friends like Strength for Reason, who never had the chance to come over to Europe. In, yeah. And you know, like from there on, Death Threat, then Take Offense, and Trapped on the Ice, and like all these bands joined Stronger Bookings. A year and a half ago, I had the opportunity to join with a metal agency from the Netherlands called Loud Noise. And I wanted to take the bookings to the to a next level, and from there on, I also started the Sound of Revolution. Mm -hmm. So now it was the first show of this tour. Yeah. By the way, we're in the bus in Germany somewhere doing this one, so it might not be the best quality. But the Sound of Revolution, yeah, that was that set off this tour, and that was basically a second year of that festival. Second year, and then yeah, it's six thousand people. Unbelievable. Yeah. A sold out event the second yeah. year into indoor, it. Indoor that time of year. That's probably the biggest yeah. indoor crowd we ever played in front of. Uh, I think so. Easy, right? It's gotta be yeah, it's gotta be the biggest indoor crowd we ever played to. Was was that the first show of this tour. Yeah. Incredible. Incredible. Good day. work. Martin. Hot work. Yeah. But that's like a thing you're doing throughout the whole year, right? Yeah. Because the day after you announced Bands for next year. The day itself. That day itself. Yeah. Fucking shit, man. Yeah. You're a really sneaky guy because you didn't tell nobody. Yep. Not even yet, he knew. <laughs> Mushmout. Mushmout. Saw yeah. that. Mushmout. And what happened? Joe's not invited, though, I heard. <laughs> I turned it down. Joe don't want it. They asked me, I turned it down for No, he didn't. <laughs> I'll see him next year. <laughs> I'm sure. Listen, if, now, uh, if three of the guys in Mushmouth are in uh, Wisdom Change, buy a ticket, come over, hang out. Here, oh, you see, that's how. That's how. Yeah. Before I know it, the the, the lineup is full. Yeah, exactly. kickback, wisdom. Yeah. <laughs> By the end of the podcast, yeah. we have a whole yeah, <laughs> a whole imaginary you know, lineup. Yeah. I actually, if you see this year, it's an it is a dream lineup. Yeah, you got more stuff in the works. Yeah. So. Let's make some exclusive announcements. Already done. I well, just announce, just announce what you already did announce. For the people, GBH? maybe not everyone GBH, saw the, uh, we talked about GBH, earlier. boom. 
the Templars. Wow. Templars. Hey, Boom. there's some controversy with the Templars. Yeah, I know. But what is going on? Does that yeah, make I any sense? No, it makes no sense. It sense makes no that. sense at all. I don't even want to talk about for it. People, so for people stupid. at home, it's okay, fuck it. It's, it's so ridiculous. And it's the same with Perkele. Yeah. There's also uh, some some stories about that. Really? It's ridiculous. Never heard this stuff. Yeah. Now you can't you can't break an eggshell. Everybody wants you fired. You can't do nothing. Yeah, exactly. I think that what people are just so sensitive and they're just they just want to be the first one to break the bad news or be, you know what I mean? Yeah, they want to be like the uh, the 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 head of the the arrow yeah. leading the charge against evil. But even where there's no evil, they just want to exactly. invent some shit yeah, and just be the first one to. There are plenty to of legitimate targets. It. Go find one. Yeah. So uh, okay, so we got GBH. We GBH. got GBH. Templars, Templars Perkula, Mushmouth, Mushmouth, mm. exclusive European, exclusive, and then No Turning Back is doing uh, an, an exclusive, stronger, is the record stronger, it's nice. 10 years old, so we're going to do, 10 year anniversary for that record, yep, great cool. record, yep. so um, that's, that's, that's we're only going to so do it there, yeah, it's a one time thing, so, uh, uh-huh. but I have a lot of bands in mind, I already contacted a lot of bands, it's gonna be insane. Come on, you can't give us hints. I can't. I bet. Come on. I can't. I mean, that's pretty. I, good. Even I, if you can't, that's pretty good. Uh, it's gonna be. Uh, it's gonna be good. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's and yeah. We had a, a friend of ours that uh, from Pennsylvania. We saw at the uh, at yeah. the festival. Bought a ticket. Spent some time in Amsterdam, which is nearby. Went to the show. Went back. That's to first time out of first the and only first, time out of first trip out yeah. of the, off the continent. This is stuff that I, I guess American kids. You know, you know how many, like how, many how many, how uh, many people uh, traveled it was unreal. Yeah, forty-three countries. Wow, from forty-three countries. I guess you see all that stuff with the tickets, yeah, yeah, yeah. And purchases yeah. and stuff. What was the most? What was the furthest one that you noticed? <laughs> it's funny because uh, when we realized there were three tickets from Afghanistan. Wow! Wow! I got nervous. I the, yeah, the, the security show. was like, wow, <laughs> three tickets from and one from Kuwait. Wow, this was uh, I was probably high roller. He probably rolled up in a limo. And no, shit. no, he, you know? it's, uh, he drove there in a. He uh, he, he hit me up because uh, I didn't mention the first. Uh, he wolf. wanted to pay in oil. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I was an American. Hit an amphibious Lamborghini. Yeah. Was an American, a veteran. Does uh, th- this was the the one thing that always stands out about this is hardcore, which will be the American equivalent of you know what i mean but it's it's a four-day fest but the cool thing about it is seeing how people plan vacations around this exactly. thing yeah. and that's what i want with for the sun so Revolution. you're creating an event that yeah. people can go to this event and plan an entire vacation around this amazing show exactly it's yeah. incredible Mine as well it's really incredible and who knows we end up with two three four days who knows yeah, yeah. you Possible. could disguise the, the limit yeah, yeah. And that venue, the way it's broken down, it wasn't until the end of the night where I knew where, where, where I was going. Yeah, there was stuff going complex. on everywhere. Yeah. Huge complex, three stages. Was yeah. it three you stages? You probably going? could do a fourth stage if you needed. No, to. no, no, no. I'm just saying there's I, the, the, could, the room. You yeah, have the space for I, yeah. it. Yeah, we have the space. Um, yeah, because when you're outside of the rooms with music, I mean, you're in a. There's all types of food. There's fucking people everywhere. It's like more. Oh, there's DJs in different rooms and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, there's food, there's drink. Yeah, there's like it's, it's really it's cool, huge, man. man. Yeah. Yo, I walked into a room accidentally. I was trying to like weave, like All get the, around the crowd, yeah. and I walked into like a smoking area. Yeah, the smoking area. Holy <laughs> shit! Yeah, I know. I don't. I don't think I ever. <laughs> it was like immediate. My eyes were burning and yeah. tears pouring down my face. That's so the I'm only like, bad thing from gagging from from the law in Holland now. <laughs> yeah, like we need to uh, provide a smoking area. Yeah. No oh, one. They no, had a huge luckily, room, no yeah. one is smoking in the in in in, in the yeah. in the rooms. Yeah, the band's I felt play. like five years. Yeah. leave my uh, you know off yeah. of my life. When that's I the only there. that's the only bad thing because I that that's a that's a perfect room for something else. Yeah, but we have to give it to the smokers. So. Yeah, so you're Next like a promoter of that, of that fest. That. Yeah, you get a chance to enjoy it at all, or you no. mostly run around, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. L- last year, I I've seen every band at least a couple songs. Yeah, this year. It was so hectic. I saw two songs of Sick of It All. I saw you guys one song, Knuckle Dust one song, and the song of One Hundred Demons. And just running and around. And that's it, running around, and my hat was... I seen you all over the place. I didn't want to bother you. Yeah, yeah. I didn't even want to talk like, to you. I just said, I gave you like a head nod, because you were like... Yeah. Your hand, you had both hands was, pulling your hair up out of your head. Yeah. <laughs> and I think it was so stupid for me to book a tour right after that. 
That was wild. <laughs> so it took on a lot. Yeah. Well, so that's an, another lesson learned. I'm not going to do that again. Yeah. You'd rather go right home after that shit. Uh, yeah. And last year, we ended or two with Lifeless on yeah. the Sound of Revolution. Oh, I got you. So I missed the entire like building up days. Uh, stuff that like, you might have been handy if you could have been around for. Yeah, exactly. You just saw Nate from Strength for a Reason walk in. People at home know that there's been a... a a debate. Online debate. Is yeah. he a hipster Online or debate. not a hipster? Yeah, that's and a and a inner inner tour debate also. Very. What's your opinion? He loves pizza. He loves pizza. That so much that he has pizza socks, a pizza phone protector, and a pizza tattoo. Yeah. What is hipsterish? I I'd say. I mean, no. I think it's silly. It's not even hipster. No, that's what's, hipsters like silly and ironic and goofy. See, like he's laughing yeah. now. See. Hipsters laugh and they put their tongue yeah, out. Yesterday they, <laughs> they yes, put yeah. their tongue out. Yesterday uh, in Leipzig they thought it was a bump. That's also the, the Polish guys. Yeah, they wanted to give him money. Wow, they got undercover. Yeah, he, he likes yeah. that more. He likes that title more than hipster. Yeah. Now, so I, I put a couple of uh, things on Instagram, and it is crazy how split it is, and the people who say hipster. You usually say for the same reason, and the people who say no hipster, they also say for the same reasons. Well, the people that say no it's, hipster, it's bizarre. They're, they're stuck on this idea of a really clean manicured hipster, which that's what I thought a hipster was. That's to me a hipster yeah. is like a guy who dresses like a very neat and tidy lumberjack. That's, he has a, like that's, a, that's an aspect a, of a hipster. A part in his hair that's cut perfectly with a with like a you know. A that's an razor. aspect of a hipster. To sure. me, and the beard is just perfectly manicured, yeah. but their hands are also perfectly manicured. So they look like they dress like a lumberjack, but they're so dainty that they're not. Is Nate not dainty? Uh, no, nah, he's like a no. Nah, he, he's, he's a working man. man. Yeah. Nate's I mean, like listen, an actual working man. He like you know he picks up heavy shit for a living. Like I I know he's listen not, he's on not this whole tour. If I was to get locked up in prison, I'd want him as a roommate. <laughs> he's pretty dainty. With that scratchy beard, well, I put know, a little man. wig on I'd him. I go with someone a little smoother. Ooh, I put a little wig on you. Some I, I sneak some lipstick in there, and make you put it on. You'd be all mine, boy, all mines. But anyway, <laughs> let's get a poor guy. I feel bad for him. he's a good, good sport though. No, he's a good dude. Yo, Unlike in Nate's let me let me guy. say in Nate's defense, I met Nate when he was probably fourteen, maybe. maybe. Young teenager. Young teenager at hardcore shows, and he looked exactly the same. And I know, he, you know he's you know, from where are you from? Wilkes Bear. Uh, but up next to Scranton. Okay, there's I, I don't remember a hipster scene is it even a scene is it a thing that there's a scene for i don't even know but how, i just how would we know i'm just saying i've known nate forever and he's been he's this been way the whole forever time. you know you know so if if anything hipster or no hipster nate does what he wants guy. to he's do and people copy off of him nobody's copying off of him come on that's what I'm saying. He right now he's rocking he's rocking the two Marauder braids. They look cool. If you see hipsters wearing Marauder braids, you know that Nate was the first one to do it. So keep an eye out for hipsters wearing Marauder braids, and then we know if he is a hipster and or no. He's a hipster. good sport. He is. And what, he could take you, a ball busting. But what do you think of their bass player though? Bass player. Oh, fucking rusty. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I don't like that guy. Anyway, let's go back to our But <laughs> Nate looked like one of her old guitar players. Yeah. One on one. It's ridiculous. Wow. Yeah. His beard, the hair, the clothes. So wow. we have we had a hipster too. Oh shit. We had a hipster. Hipsters too. are infecting. Michiel. Wow, okay. You one on one. You, did you know him? They I need to see, uh, yeah, they I have, need to see a picture of this they, guy. They have the same eyes even. Yeah? Yeah. Oh those beady evil eyes. You both they have the same them. eyes. Yep. Let's talk about your lineup that you got going right now. You got a Spanish guy playing with you? Yeah, we got a we got a. Anything get lost or robbed on the tour? <laughs> no, yeah, not yet, <laughs> not yet. No, I'm just. He, he's a cool kid, Borja. He's from a band called We Ride. Nice. They're nice, on nice. Victory Records. And you got a called you, We Ride. We Ride. Yeah, that's a cool with name. A girl, we Ride. Yeah, We, we ride. ride with a girl on vocals. Oh, and, uh, We Ride. How'd you get a Canadian in the mix? Yeah, that's. I still wonder how that. No, he mm. he's cool. He's cool. <laughs> He's cool. It's, it's, your band is like a representation people? of the 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 journey of yeah, the band. Yeah, it is. It's like you picked up a little bit so here, we, we a little have, bit there. So we have Alex now on guitar. 
from World Eater. We have World he's, he's Germany. Cool. Yeah. He's from Germany. He's a German, a real German. Then we have Joel. He's living in Holland for 19 years, 19 years. but he he's born in Canada. His passport is English, English. He's screaming Canadian now, but he's English. So then we have Borja filling in. He's from Spain, which is not real Spain because it's where are you from? Galicia. Galicia. Oh, Galicia. Okay. <laughs> it's not Spain. Spain is weird. What kind of passport does he have? Spanish. Oh, sorry. Colombian. So it's but yeah. yeah, but it's the same with all those. They're under the Spanish thumb. Yeah, exactly. Then we have Joel on drums for the last five years, and he has Indonesian roots. Oh, wow. So Yo, you're a great drummer, by the way, bro. I enjoy watching yeah, you. You're very good. Drummer. Very Indonesian good. roots. Yeah. You know of any good massage parlors around here? <laughs> oh. Oh, so. Okay. Oh, my back is killing me. <laughs> The Canadian said in his bunk. That's not nice. You, you guys are nice. <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> yeah, but that, that's when he, when you live so long in Holland. Yeah. You, He's starting to get nasty like yeah, you guys. Yeah. Yeah. The Dutch are very forward and blunt. Yep. Right? We noticed that immediately. And then who are we missing? We're missing one more player, right? Nah. One, two, well, three. who's your tour manager? <laughs> TMG, like Dynamite. I heard that he has a couple really cool nicknames. Yeah, I, I heard... <laughs> <laughs> Herman, and <laughs> oh, no, I won't do it. Okay. Come on, we can't tell the nicknames. You don't mind. <clears throat> Such a great story. Well, there's two ones that are kind of in the same area. We can't tell either. What's the other one? Uh, the one based off uh, Herman Comes. <laughs> <laughs> no, we can't. I thought that was the one you were talking about. Okay, that's the best one. <laughs> that's the best. Not nickname. one of them. I do one of them. G is our old friend. Okay. We heard a great story. Uh. <laughs> Who found well, Kevin. Kevin Vanderpute. Um, Gerwin Voss, the tour manager. He he was on a tour and he took his girlfriend to show her a bus. And when he got off the bus, Kevin spotted a stain <gasps> on Gerwin's jeans. Maybe a stain? No, it was on his hoodie. It was on the the pocket of his hoodie. It was on his earlobe. No, it was on his. <laughs> It's, so maybe it's, a stain, maybe a so the wet guys spot. From no turning back gave him the name cum stain. Okay, maybe they didn't give him that. Name. No, no, no. They were the Belgians. Bert, the evil <laughs> Bert did cum stain. Oh, that's hard. Evil Bert. And then we heard someone else call him Herman Cumster. No, that's the one he did. That was <laughs> another <laughs> shocking that revolution. Herman Cumster. Oh yeah, that's well. You know, after the the character Herman Munster. He has kind of that look, and he, with the combined with the cum stain, it only made sense. So he went that route. So you got a good crew with you, except for yeah, Yeti. Yeah, and Yeti. Which I don't understand what his purpose yet. Nah, I, he doesn't understand that. He puts up a either. backdrop, he complains, he yells at Luke, and he leaves. <laughs> yeah, your whole little thing. That's all I do. And, yo, we want to apologize. We appreciate you guys took us on tour. We're sorry we had to bring Luke with us. <laughs> we know he's a... Uh, you like him? He's more fun than you are. Oh, yeah, definitely more fun. But he's a pain in the ass. We, saw we, we brought the uh, driver with us. Oh, the first driver. The yeah. first, driver the first driver was, was a next level. Next level crackhead. Yeah. And Gerwin had him fired. I can't believe it. Like, Gerwin, Gerwin, was, Gerwin was fighting for his life. Was he like, did not want to fire chance. this poor guy. Gerwin's like, I want him out. I want him <laughs> fired. I want him in the homeless shelter. <laughs> he's a real bastard. Let's go back to our, our guest here. We did loud noise, sound of revolution. What else you got going on? Anything else? What's we next for No Turning bases. Back after this tour? We have this is the second to last show. What's next? We're gonna go home we, on we Monday. Have, What's next? We have nothing planned. We have nothing booked. We have a lot of plans, but nothing booked. And me and Joel were just the other day just thinking about what what's up next. So now we uh, we had this idea of a tour. Uh, we want to go in a bus with European bands. The entrance, ten euro, like Terror did in the in a few years yeah. ago. Yeah, the ten for ten. Yep. That kind of idea. Ten euro entrance. Three more bands. We're thinking about Colburn. We're thinking about World Leader. We're thinking about our boys in Iceberg. And um, so kids pay ten euro to see four great bands. Put on a, a couple local bands, and just to try to get the youth 
mm-hmm. going to shows because how many young kids we've seen on this tour mm. not many and there's a lot going on in europe a lot of tours this period 11 tours fuck 11 tours so yeah, at some you know, so yeah. at some point like if 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 the the ticket prices are 20 to 25 euro you can, you can't see them all if there's four three or four good shows within yeah, a week you you're spending a hundred dollars you yeah. people can't afford yeah, that exactly yeah. like the, the the venue we played yesterday they have today battery they had last week slapshot they have uh, next week combat kit they have the week after stick Ooh, to your guns holy shit so it's that's every week every uh, week a good a good decently known band i think even in berlin almost every day yeah because every tour past berlin yeah jeez yeah i'm munich so so that that's that's uh is europe becoming oversaturated it's always been yeah since i go to shows in 95 it's always been like that maybe we could start poisoning some bands give them food poisoning yeah we should keep them in america <laughs> yeah we should now nah, it's that's the, the european scene always looked up to the american scene the american bands and that's also for us it was always uh, hard to show everyone what quality we have in europe yeah. we started with the true spirit tour uh five six years ago six years ago uh only european bands us headlining and Risk It, World Leader, Redemption Denied, mm-hmm. like all these bands, really bands, the bands that that we have so many good bands showing the European kids that we have quality ourselves. I love that yeah. idea, man, because you do, and we've all seen it where the, the European band gets overshadowed by the American yeah. band, probably because it's a bigger investment to bring an American band here, so whoever's paying for it wants to push that one i think it's not only that it's it's just that europeans are at least how i've seen it and also the 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 the, the dutch are really like that not proud of your own not proud mm-hmm. of your own bands not of, proud of your own products not believing in your own bands and back in the days born for pain was the first band that Europeans could be really proud of. They were asked to join Haybreed. They were asked to, the same with Backfire. Backfire, when they toured with Warzone, we were proud of Backfire. Yeah. We were proud of the band Backfire doing all this, making it happen that um, American bands asking European bands to go on tour. Yeah. So. Two great bands right there, too. Yeah. 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 And we always, uh, with Northern Back, try to do the same. And um, and now with with, with uh, the way we are in the scene now, we are able to ask younger bands to join us. Yeah. So hopefully that that makes European kids be proud again of the bands oh, that we yeah. have. Come on, Europe, stand up! Put your flag on your front porch. You guys don't do that here, do you? No, 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 we don't do that. Oh, come, come I, on. I may maybe in some some. Mm-hmm. Like Germany Countries. would do it or something. No, yeah, Germany. Oh, not Germany? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would notice that over here. That you can't kind of, if somebody puts up their, the flag of their country. I think that's immediately letting people know that you're like. A racist or uh, a nationalist? or A nationalist. Yeah. And in, and in the United States, you know, that's like a regular thing for oh, people. If you don't have one up on your front porch, we come yeah. knocking. Where's but your flag, here, buddy? Over here, I think it's like one step closer to putting a swastika flag up, and people. Yeah. Uh, more or less, yeah. So it's a little different, but it, yeah. it depends on country. Yeah. So. In England, they do that all over. They're more, like they yeah, have more of that kind of culture. It, if if you yeah. see in Italy, yeah. it's everywhere. Yeah, of course. Though they have a lot to be proud of. Yeah. So. Those people. So it just. Listen, the, Chris is giving me the bad look. Chris is giving Chris, the red light. Uh, Yo, this is incredible. But we Martin. gotta say thank you. Because he did all of this work. Yeah. He brought us to Sound of Revolution. He took your old goofy ass on this tour, okay? My goofy, you your too, goofy Chris. ass. What about, no, not what about me. Chris goofy ass? It was ass. an honor for him to bring me, but for <laughs> you guys, it was a burden. We thank you very much for bringing us. Uh, I wanted to let people know, you know, not just about turning back, but all the other stuff you do, and you got it going on simultaneously. It's got to be a huge headache, and like you said... You had that huge festival coming and jumped right into a bus and left, and it's a lot of work. Yeah, a lot of headache. So we got to give it up. A lot of headache. Edit some fake applause in there for him when it's come for when it comes out for Martin. Yeah, <laughs> Marta Jin and Martine. You guys yeah, are Marta. Real ones. Oh, yeah. So beautiful. Worldwide respect. 
Thank you for everything you Thank do. You. Thanks for this tour, brother. It's been a, a pleasure. We've been Thank laughing you. like fucking yeah. animals been, every day, every it's night. It's been a great one. Singing songs together, and uh, it feels like old times. And then, uh, you know, we're going to look back at this years from now and really good fucking memories, man. Yeah, cool. and we got two shows. We got today's show left and tomorrow in Berlin. Berlin tomorrow. And can we celebrate tomorrow after Berlin? Could you loan us Yeti and some Vaseline, and then we'll just have a... Sure thing. Sure thing. You, you, you can't take him home. All right, man. Thank All you right. very much. Everybody go check out fastbreakrecords.com. Pick up some new releases. Uh, big news. The Lionheart CD is one, number one on iTunes on the metal charts right now. Yes. Is crazy. that your first? Is that Fast Break's first uh, number one? Yes. On the chart? Yo, number yes. one on the metal charts. That's a big fucking Next deal. Next to man. Black Sabbath and Metallica. They're beating Metallica, on. Master of Puppets right now. They're crushing it. Crazy. <laughs> For all the European kids, they're coming out with Nasty. Yeah. So, yes. And shows are selling out, so... Crap your tickets. tickets. Yep. Get those tickets quick. Uh, fastbreakrecords.com. Go check out the uh, the great library they're, they're building up. And uh, pick up some merch. Buy that new Annie up. Push it, push it, push it. We'll talk to y'all soon. Peace. We out of here. We out of here. America Podcast. The Post America.